Welcome to the Feast SMD Podcast, where miracles happen. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to Soul Sundays. This is Apple from Feast St. Mary's Dubai. And yes, if you did join me last Sunday, you would know that I finally have a name for this segment. (laughs) I was pressured by the other uh, members of this podcast who have amazing titles. So I really had to ask for help. So shout out to, uh, you know, who you are. Uh, Thank you for being God's vessel of inspiration and of wisdom. So yes, welcome to Soul Sundays. And so we start this segment by reading from today's gospel, taken from the gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I shall ask the Father, and he will give you another paraclete to be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world can never accept, since it neither sees nor knows him, but you know him because he is with you. He is in you. I shall not leave you orphans. I shall come to you. In a short time, the world will no longer see me, but you will see that I live and you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Whoever holds to my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father. And I shall love him and reveal myself to him. Thank you, Jesus. You know, while while reflecting upon this gospel and asking the Lord, Lord, what is it? What is it that you're trying to tell me, or where is my attention being directed to? And I found my my eyes, my attention directed to verse sixteen and seventeen, especially where Jesus assures us and reminds us that He would give us another Paraclete to be with us. Emphasis on forever. The spirit of truth whom the world can never accept. You know, the paraclete that Jesus was talking about was the Holy Spirit. He was preparing his apostles to receive the Holy Spirit that would come down from heaven after his ascension. Although they probably didn't understand yet, but other words for paraclete were are comforter, um, advocate, intercessor, helper, all of these different things. But basically, it's the Holy Spirit of God who's going to come and live and be with us. What's amazing is that Jesus also reminds us, tells us, teaches us that the world could could never accept. It's already biblical. Jesus uh, Jesus is already telling us that the world will never accept the spirit of truth. So I redirect your attention to the second reading of today, taken from the first letter of Peter, where Peter writes, Simply 
proclaim the Lord Christ holy in your hearts and always have your answer ready for people who ask you the reason for the hope that you have. In today's world, right now in this moment, um, the world is, you know, at the brink of, well, not really at the brink, we're drenched in a little bit of chaos, a little bit of mayhem, a little bit of fear, doubt, everywhere. It's mixed everywhere. And yet people like like you, people like, you know, I'm sure you all know someone who is still overflowing with joy, with hope, with peace, despite whatever's happening around them. It could be someone you know, or it could be even you yourself and people at home, you mga the people are who are at home with you or your family or your office mates would still ask you, why are you still smiling? Why are you still hopeful? You know, even before all of this, people who have discovered the full truth of Jesus' love in their hearts find it a little bit difficult to explain to those who have never experienced Jesus. Maybe because it's true. It says in the gospel where the spirit of truth would be hard for the world to accept because they never they have never seen Jesus or they have never heard of Jesus. So it would be very difficult for someone to accept that. And for us who have had a personal experience of Jesus in our lives, it is not only... Um, it's not only something we wish we could do, but it's a duty. It's a responsibility for us to always have an answer ready. Always have an answer ready for the people who ask you, why are you still hopeful? Why are you still joyful? Why are you still smiling? Why do you still wake up in the morning thinking that everything's going to be all right? And you know, the simple answer is because Jesus is with me. And when they ask you, who is this Jesus with you? Here's where it gets a little bit more deeper. When the Bible reminds us to always have an answer ready for people who ask us for the reason, are we at a point in our life where we are able to share that reason to others? Are we able to introduce Jesus to the person who is asking. You know, if someone asks me to introduce my husband or my son or my mom or my dad or my siblings or my, my very, very dear friends, it would be easy for me because I have an intimate relationship with them. I'm able to say, yes, this is my husband. He's like this. He's like this. He's like this. I can go on for hours talking about who my son is. I can talk about who my dad is. I can introduce my mom to a stranger. I can introduce my siblings, my loved ones, my, my friend. I can introduce them because I have an intimate, personal relationship with them because I know them. In the same way, we as children of God should be able to have that same fire, that same passion in saying, yes, this is Jesus. It's not just a fantasy. He's not just a concept. He's alive. 
He's the reason why I have hope. He's the reason why I'm still able to wake up in the morning and know that despite whatever is happening right now, I still have hope because he is with me. I don't think I'm going to take much time at this podcast compared to last time, but but yeah, maybe we can, maybe that's a takeaway. Maybe that's a little bit of soul reflection to ask ourselves, how well or how intimate are we with the reason for the hope that we have this day, this minute, this week? In this life, why are we hopeful? And if not, if right now, if you're listening right now and you have lost hope, then I invite you to seek that hope in Jesus. I invite you to seek that hope in Christ. Ask the Holy Spirit to come down upon you and dwell in you that you may discover. Because I can speak about how beautiful life is. Life isn't easy. I didn't say easy. But how beautiful life is with Jesus. But until we experience the beauty of life with Jesus, we won't, be, we won't really get it. And so we close this Soul Sunday with the assurance that this Holy Spirit, this paraclete has been given to us by Jesus, by God, to be with us forever. And yes, even if this spirit would never be accepted by the world because they don't see him, because they don't know him. But if you know him, I know him, then that hope, that reason for hope will never be taken away because the spirit of God would be with us. The spirit of God would be in us. And so to close this Soul Sunday reflection, I would like to invite everybody into prayer. I would like to invite you into prayer, but not a prayer that I'm just going to come up with on the fly. I would like to take this moment, this prayer to be a reflection on the words of Mother Teresa in her Varanasi letter. She wrote this for her community. Um, her the the missionaries of charity, and I invite you, um, whoever is listening, as a closing prayer for today. May this reflection on her words take root. Allow us to reflect of where we are in our relationship with Jesus, and an invitation for us to become even more intimate. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I worry that some of you still have not really met Jesus. One to one, you and Him alone. Jesus wants me to tell you again how much is the love He has for each one of you. Beyond all that you can imagine. We may spend time in chapel, but have you seen with the eyes of your soul how he looks at you with love? Do you really know the living Jesus, not from books, 
but from being with Him in your heart? Have you heard the loving words He speaks to you? Never give up on this daily intimate contact with Jesus as a real living person, not just an idea. How can we last even one day living our life without hearing Jesus say, I love you? Impossible. Our soul needs that as much as the body needs to breathe the air. If not, prayer is dead. Meditation is only thinking. Jesus wants, each, Jesus wants you each to hear him speaking in the silence of your heart. Not only he loves you, even more, he longs for you. He misses you when you don't come close. He thirsts for you. He loves you always, even when you don't feel worthy. Even if you are not accepted by others, even by yourself, sometimes he is the one who always accepts you. Why does Jesus say, I thirst? What does it mean? Something hard, something so hard to explain in words if you remember anything from Mother's letter, remember this. I thirst is something much deeper than just Jesus saying, I love you. Until you know deep inside that Jesus thirsts for you, you can't begin to know who he wants to be for you or who he wants you to be. He knows your weakness. He wants only your love wants only the chance to love you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I pray that you may always experience the love of God every day, every moment, alive in your heart, especially this day. I pray that today Jesus may assure you and even manifest some part of your day reminding you of just how much he loves you of just how much he thirsts for you so thank you again for spending this time of your day with us and we invite you to spend every day with us as we journey on together as a family closer and closer to satisfying the thirst of jesus for us you are blessed, you are loved. See you next Sunday.